Hello, good evening, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Gatecast going out, I assume, Christmas, New Year 2015. Sometime around then. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. And yes, yeah, it's always interesting to find an episode, a show, or something that features Stargate actors that we can do a bonus episode. This time was uh, one I hadn't seen before, although I had seen the first season of the show called Flashpoint. It uh, didn't really appeal. It was a fairly generic crime drama from Canada. Mm-hmm. So when this episode turned up on the Twitter feed, I thought, ah, sounds interesting. Got some recommendations, so I thought, why not? And I thought, yep, and it gives me to blather on about stuff. Yay. Not that I don't spend three quarters of the day on the bloody phone anyway. I know you've just accessed the Dropbox folder to grab the episode now. I, I can safely assume that you haven't seen it before. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to look at it because... Uh, I went wandering onto Netflix and I saw Jessica Jones, which I was ignoring because I didn't know the character name. Turns out she's part of the Marvel Hell's Kitchen Daredevil universe. Yes. And my friend Roman was, because I said to him last night, sleep versus Jessica Jones. And he goes, Jessica Jones. So I'm like, I'm already naked. <laughs> Even uh, Bradley with his Netflix now has uh, started watching it. Uh-huh. It looks interesting. It's very. Somebody said, I'll put it to you this way. A friend of mine said they were watching both uh, It and Man in the High Castle and they looked at Man in the High Castle for a bit of light relief from Jessica Jones. I've seen episode one. Ah, right. I understand Tennant is excellent as the bad guy. Oh, yeah. It's also the lead-in for their Luke Cage. Luke Cage, I like. I like that Garrett. I thought Luke Cage was Iron Fist. I know nothing about comics. I think it got to about episode six where you get that, okay, I've got to watch another one. Whereas Daredevil was straight from the word go. Yeah, but my Russian friend watching Daredevil wanted Foggy dead by episode 7. <laughs> Reminds me, later on tonight I need to download most of the Man in the High Castle so I can bump on the tablet for my journey. But, Flashpoint, so I can get an episode of Jessica Jones in before I collapse into bed. <laughs> I'm not going to manage it. It's to 9 now. I'm up at 6.45. I know you're up earlier, but you need less sleep than I do. I just get less sleep than you do. There's a difference. True. Okay, do you want to do an intro Okay then, folks. Tonight's bonus show, Flashpoint, Blue on Blue, starring Michael Shanks. Literally, he is top of the billing list on IMDb for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> unusual for a guest star. He is unusual for a guest star. Yep, we are going to be watching uh, the DVD version of the episode. I'm not sure exactly what region, but judging from the runtime, I would have said pal, but it couldn't have been, surely. Not sure if Flashpoint ever got a UK release. Anyway, the runtime is 42 minutes, 13 seconds. We are looking at the black screen. Indeed. And pretty much as soon as Alan does his countdown, we jump straight into the action. Off you go then, Alan. Ever three, ever do, ever ain, Blakey. Right then, here we go. Black SUVs. Where would they be without the... <laughs> I always think, to be honest with you, I don't think of CSI with those. Daylight black SUVs, I tend to think... Of criminal minds. System's gone haywire. It's been hacked. The alarm's on a perpetual loop. You don't even know what it's flagging. Most secure building in the city, Eddie, and someone just cracked it open like a science project. Now, this is a problem when you, you haven't really watched the series yeah. before. There's lots of faces, lots of characters. Ah, there he is. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Earlier in the day. Uh-huh. Interesting rewind mechanic. Five hours. Okay, then. So here's the... Uh, that's a lot of weapons. That's a 
Matrix pre-building assault scene level of weapons. <laughs> we are a full escort for a high-risk target, Carl Morse. He's en route to Metro Courthouse 3 for sentencing after a plea deal for drug trafficking. Okay, I just sent everybody to final route plan. It's on your PDA. I think these are the SRU, Special Response Unit. I know that baldy guy. The baldy guy. Yes, the baldy guy. <laughs> Again, <laughs> putting names to faces. Not always the easiest. Well, I'm assuming he's one of the main stars. Okay, baldy guy, as you say. Ed Lane, played by Hugh Dillon. Hmm. Hasn't featured in Stargate before. Mm -hmm. Now, you may recognise this quite delectable-looking blonde. It does look quite delectable. She looks stupidly, foolishly delectable. Rachel Scarston from Lost Girl. The Morrigan? No. The Doctor? No. Okay, I'm completely clueless here. <laughs> Kenzie? No. Just tell me. Just think about it. There aren't that many other women in Lost Girl. No, there aren't. No, Tamsin. The Valkyrie. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You mentioned it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not good with faces. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it's not me, right? It's not you. Still friends? Okay. Um, other line. You got. Okay. Uh, come and get back. You got it. Oh come on, she is trouble. I'm sorry, last phone call, I promise, but I have to see you today. Now, this is difficult to accept. Michael Shanks playing, who is he playing? I think Michael, David Fleming. Uh-huh. Is he the bit in the side? A bit stalkerish, and she looks a little worried. Uh. Okay, we're about 15 minutes from target status report. Secondary clear, Sam. Primary good, Spike. Surveillance all clear. Let's keep it that way. Don't worry, they have many, many black SUVs and they don't care about the planet. Yeah, it's not very subtle, is it, driving yeah. through the city? You know, if you're doing something covert, which is probably better if you're going to try to get somebody from one place to another. In front of that, young fella there, is the kind of role that Michael would normally play. Stop the kidding around. I don't know, I make jokes, it's what I do. Someone on that team. In fact, that guy bears a certain facial structural resemblance to Michael. The guy on the left. Sam Braddock, the blonde guy, played by David Pageco. Sorry about that, mate. He was in the SD1 episode Forsaken. Right. At least their microphones are close enough to their mouths that you might think it would pick up the voice. Unlike <laughs> the Atlantis ones, which are somewhere in the vicinity of the upper cheekbone. Yeah. You look good. So do you. <laughs> Don't sound so surprised. I just mean considering... She really doesn't look comfy, does she? No. At this point, we don't really know the background of this. Mm -hmm. The idea is, I'm pretty sure, we'll be the only people who actually see watching this for the first time. <laughs> She's not exactly an innocent in all of this. Natalie, right? Oh, yeah. He knows everything about you. How you uh, dazzled your way into my life, made yourself at home in my villa, drank my booze. Swam in my pool, you were my personal house guest for what, two months? And then you uh, threw me to the dogs and breezed away. Did he just pour fine whiskey into a pint mug? <laughs> really? Oh yeah, he looks shifty. Oh, he doesn't look creepy at all, does he? <laughs> She's playing nervous and what the hell is going on here quite well. He is not happy at all. With... No, there's no, uh, no rules in Colombian jails, no... Um guards to uh keep one guy from doing whatever to another unless you got something to bribe him with 
No one to turn to. You can beg and you can scream, but nobody hears you. Oh dear. He kind of blames her for him being locked up in a Colombian jail. Yeah. Oh, like the insanely brainless last season of Prison Break? Yes, kind of. But it looks like he went through a little rougher time. That did a series of shark hurdles. Ooh, it's different watching that till you've seen it as a good guy for ten years. Play a nasty piece of work. Well, she's in a rate mess now. No getting out of this. Okay, guys, stay sharp. Four more blocks to the courthouse. We say goodbye to Morris. We head home. Ed, city van dead ahead. Yeah, suspicious. Very suspicious. And there's convenient non-yellow-lined parking. I don't know, what, what sort of line markings do Vancouver or Toronto have? Well, everywhere has yellow lines for you, you're not supposed to park. I thought some American states use red. Mm, possibly. Okay, most sensible places. <laughs> so they're packing really far back so they can jog forward in full armor. That makes sense. Of course, in my version of this, boom. Yes, those vans, they're normally SWAT units. <laughs> Actually, the same van that used to be in the uh, 70s SWAT series. That's not back far enough. It's a fake! Hold that! Hold that! It's a fake. It's gotta be up high. Wherever that signal's coming from, they'll want direct line of sight to the explosive. They just jammed a high-level frequency. It's got no business being in this area. Might be an IED on that truck. You sure? There's a lot of new satellite hookups for the Morse here. It's too high for that. It's very specific, so it can't be triggered accidentally. Mike, you find the location of the trigger, man? West from here, it's close. It can't be more specific, guys. Got it. Wrap and I are heading west. Yeah, if you think there's a if there's a bomb there, way you go way back. Some kid's walkie-talkie is no longer working. Let's clear those people out of here. Do you recognise Eric? Eric? I should call him Enrico Polientonio. It was Burke in Evolution, the CIA operative that worked with Jack O'Neill. Huh. Subject secured, we've got the detonator. That's great work, Spike. Everybody. Now that's a bloody lucky guess. Mm-hmm. Call it an educated guess, but it was still lucky. Yeah, but Johnny, if he sent it repeatedly. Well, like you said, he was jamming the signal. Was that the tower? The spinny restaurant on it? Uh, I don't know what city is a spinny tower with a restaurant on top of it in. I think it is Vancouver. It's very rare to see a Canadian show that's actually set in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lost Girl is. Hold on a sec, sorry, I gotta take this. Hey, still is it you? Spike, I'm sorry, I know what you said, but I really need to see you. Uh, okay, I can come by after shift. No, Spike, please come. I'm not sure about a guy called Spike. It worked in Buffy, but not in the real world he's bruising up well mm-hmm. it was a good connected well please come get me get you? Matt, you oh by the way that last Skype emoticon I sent you was at my niece's request couldn't believe it actually had one where you smacked someone an evil piece of work by the looks on it mm-hmm. hey guys I got a bit of a personal thing I gotta take care of before we're all done here I'll just come back after the debrief okay Holleran's gonna want to hear about the IED spike yeah I know and I'll be there just your mom? Uh, it'll be quick. You can do it in an hour? Half that. See you at the bar. All right. Spike is Mike Scarlatti, played by Sergio Dizarro. Jesus, that's some funny names. You're not having great luck with your names tonight, eh? <laughs> I have to say, this is well shot. You know? 
Yeah. Uh, nice, uh, lots of nice, clean, crisp cuts. Yeah. Not sort of randomly jumping about. That's it. Come on. Be, at least be a little bit suspicious, please. Officer Scarlatti, Natalie has told me so much about you. There's not that much to tell. Hey. I'm so sorry. Hey, don't worry. We'll just get your things and let's get going. See, we knew you were the type of boyfriend who would answer a distress call, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. This is the time to panic. Don't stand there like a dumb idiot. We're on. She's done. Tie her up. Oh, hello. Really? Have you no <laughs> sense to pain your aesthetics? You know, pain your aesthetics? When we done? What the hell? That was nine and a half. Credit sequence. <laughs> That's like end season four alias. Okay then, Blue on Blue. Season four, episode 15 of Flashpoint. Premiered in Canada, November the 22nd, 2011. The Americans got it December the 6th, 2011. And we got it November the 30th, 2012. This episode was written by Adam Barkin and directed by Stefan Plazinski. And we are back. Oh, I like that building. Mm-hmm. Looks like a big microwave dish in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I like the way they've graffitied the actual dustbins as well mm-hmm. to match the wall. <laughs> what are you going to do, Natalie? Join the police strategic response unit in 2005, specialising in bomb disposal and crazy mad computer skill. Oh. Yeah. He's the hacker guy. Got everything with the GPS trace, including the SUV's tracker. So, <laughs> I'd say he didn't even lock or set the alarm to his uh, police vehicle. But that guy probably been. Don't you remember the Torchwood? Yeah, Torchwood wasn't real. Yeah. This is supposed to be real. Are you serious? David, David, stop, stop. David, I don't know what Natalie told you I could do, but the evidence depot? That's what people are talking about when they're talking about something being impenetrable. Well, no matter what he thinks he can do, the way his hands are tied, he's like a little Tyrannosaurus Rex with little. It's you, Dennis. <laughs> Now, I don't know exactly what you expect. We expect you to hack into the security mainframe with a spoofed ID to cover your tracks. Override the ID line system and keep any traces off your line while you're doing it. Now, I've already got you routed through an encrypted VPN. All VPNs are encrypted, you prat. <sighs> I don't know that sort of thing. You see, most people don't, Alan. Yes, I realise that, but I do. Okay, the guys know what they want. Yeah. So you got to get them and handle any curveballs. And you got to move fast because we are fighting the clock. Oh, what's the rush? Evidence protocol. What we want gets destroyed end of shift. Well, couldn't you have done this the day before or the day before that? You had to wait till the last day. Now, if you need more persuasion... No, okay, okay, okay. No, we're good. Mm. Ooh. Yes, pull her here. More bad guys. Uh-huh. It's still a bit suspicious being parked outside this building. Surveillance and security go, you know, that, that guy's been sitting there quite a while. There's two guys in it. Uh-huh. Let's go and have a chat with them. I chat with me, tap gently on windshield with barrel of gun. Yeah, something like that. So we sit tight? Now, to me, this sort of facility shouldn't have network access externally. Well, they're probably outsourced or IT support, so they need to allow external access. And we've got two guys at the front door. I'm ready for them. You used to be Blue Hat? Yeah, but the money's better on this side of the computer. Stand by. Okay, first gate's a standard ID check. I set them both up with a dummy number it'll check out. That's the easy part. But once they're in, if I don't move fast enough, there's no turning back. Then you better move fast, Spike. He's Spike. Yeah, it just doesn't work, does it? No. I assume it's the hair. Hey, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's reasonable to assume that the city's got a large enough police force that they wouldn't even recognise them or mm -hmm. question valid ID badges. Obviously, they'll have nicked the uniform, so they'd be perfect. Nick, I just conveniently covered up the bullet hole. <laughs> no turning back. Get them in and out. Then shake it all about. Ah, these two bad guys. Kenton and Hollings. Tony Napo and Jamie Spalachuk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> the way he's tied up is ridiculous. <laughs> Damn it. What, they found the hack? No, to get through the second gate, you need the latest password. You usually get that via secure email, but I can't find it if I had more time. We don't have more time. So you need one ID badge to get through the main door, another ID badge and code to get through this gate. I told you, once we're, we're at the gate, get them in. David, this hack, the cops will be on us if we don't move fast. We're moving fast. This is risky. This is our shot. Okay, I got an idea. I'm sending them a password right now. It's going to be wrong. You tell them to punch it in anyway. Why? What are you trying to do? An incorrect password will set off an alert in the server. It'll try and verify the number. Yeah, three times before sounding the alarm. The system's open during the verification. And I want to jump in during that pause and reset the password. That way, the system will think it's correct. What kind of pause? How long? Half a second. That's the best I can do. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know if that's possible or realistic, but sounds good. You just don't want to know, okay? The bad guys will go with it. What else are they going to do? Okay, so it's typing in the wrong password, which is forcing the server to query it, and that leaves it vulnerable to uh, being hacked. Uh... Well, actually, that kind of makes sense. Now, why would put the hands on the guns? My guess is that it's bulletproof anyway. And the last thing you're going to do if somebody's trying to break in is open the door to shoot them. Bulletproof for a given... You know when you say, I guess that is bulletproof, you know what words pop into my head? <laughs> if they've gone to this level of security, being able to shoot through the glass is rather pointless. No. Yeah, we didn't really need that dramatic music. That's not what... Two words went through my head when you said bulletproof and door. Loop through. Because this looks like the kind of setup where, you know, Jim described so well. Can we have some more Dresden files now, please? Now. Yeah. I believe he said there'd be 20. I'm not too sure about the guards. A second ago, they were going to draw the weapons on these two, now they're just horse miles. Alright, two down, one to go. We've got. 24 minutes left, so from here. From here, it's just a straight shot. Then back out the same way? Simplest and fastest. That's the plan. So listen, once you guys find whatever it is you're looking for, you're going to let me and Natalie go, right? <laughs> oh, don't do that. Evil, evil laugh. Even after you trick him and lure him here and he's handcuffed to a chair, he's still worried about you. How do you do that, huh? <laughs> That's a good question. A last boyfriend ended up in a Colombian jail, and this one's handcuffed to a chair, betraying everything he holds dear. Dave, focus. See, lucky for me, I had a good friend. Who after ten months tracks me down in hell. And persuades the devil to save my soul with some serious cash. And when he starts planning this little project, I tell him... I can make that happen. Because that's what friends do. David, it's working. Your idea, it was smart. It got me here, we got them inside. Hey, just let her go. She must be an impressive woman. Oh, <laughs> now she looks like the Tasman I know. That tearful expression. I probably needed some recuperation after being stuck in the club in jail. Uh, yeah, well, he was stuck a few times, all right. <laughs> Anything from Spike? No. 
When you call Spike's mom, I need him to check in. Copy that. Last gate. Here we go again. Uh-oh. How are you? How you doing? Okay, you want no security door between these and the coppers. Uh-oh. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> okay, the mother guards were prepared to shoot him straight away. These, these, oh, fire alarm. Okay, perhaps you don't shoot him for a fire alarm. But then again, just to, just to be sure. Uh -huh. No, 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 my sources said there wasn't one. Okay, then you tell me what happened. What's the plan, Scarletti? Dude, first, ask questions later. Ow. Ooh, holy crap. What if you knocked him out? Tell him to fire his weapon. What? Your guy on the inside, tell him to shoot at the fire alarm. If he shoots at the fire alarm, the doors will open and the guards will fall back when a live round is fired. That's the protocol. What? Armed police officers would run away from a gunman? That's the protocol. Yeah, I'm not impressed with this police force. Well, they're not armed police. They're probably, you know, they've been taken off active duty. Hot call, hot call. Shots fired at the evidence depot. Oh, wow. She's cute. Fire there. That place is like Fort Knox. Reports say two uniformed officers. They're still in there. Still no word on Spike? No, his mother hasn't seen him all day and his cell phone's going straight to voicemail. Okay. His mother hasn't seen him all day? Seriously? <laughs> Is Canada suddenly Ireland? Except if the shots fired, the SRU gets called. And I'm SRU, and I know exactly what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. Team one is a man short, so there's going to be holes in the perimeter. We're going to have a window before backup shows up. Tomorrow, I don't think reasoning with him is going to work. Look at the eyes. Mad. Mad they are. No, I'm sorry. The high point of Michael Shanks playing a mad lunatic career was definitely born notice. <laughs> Uh, kudos to Born Notice for explaining the entire premise of his voiceover in a single 15-second thing at the end of the last episode. The second they get what they want and they get out of there, we become a liability and they are going to kill us, okay? I have to draw this out and I have to make sure our team gets here. They're the only ones who can help us now. Hey! Hey! I need you to focus, Spike. Albin shut her trap. No, Natalie, it's no, okay. Spike. Okay, Natalie, it's okay. Albin, okay? now. Get Little trouble between the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Gotta work that. Yeah, see, this is the difference between a series you don't know. If this was Stargate, you'd be giving interesting locational information on the buildings. But I suppose you didn't find a version with an audio commentary and you were prepared to buy the entire series just for the background detail on the episode. Well, Stargate is pretty much the only series that, that did that amount of commentaries. Mm -hmm. That is Winnie Camden, played by Tatiana Jones. God. Great Christian name, pretty bland her name. I oh, know, here's Tatiana's. I'm assuming that's CG. Yeah, this building's got some pretty decent... Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what are the odds what they want isn't on the top shelf? You do what I tell you, they're not going to know what hit them. They're entering the surveillance room right now, but not for long. Go, go. You know what Mike Whitney said? If you can't solve a problem with duct tape, you don't have enough duct tape. <laughs> this is what I mean. They had help. What are we looking at here? 
Jules Callahan, you may recognise her, Amy Jo Johnson, claimed to fame before this was being one of the Power Rangers. Oh God, no, I managed to avoid any more than about 10 minutes of that. Oh, I don't think I even watched 10 minutes of it. I used to watch Digimon though. Okay, it's file 24932, find it. Four, nine, three, two. There, there, go, move, move. You're on the move. Kenton, you have four heavily armed SRU cops closing in. Copy that. Going. That's a long box. Yeah, not that heavy though. We're good to go. Bags of white stuff. Okay, pack that back. Dave's been talking about being locked up for drug trafficking, so mm -hmm. it's reasonable. Yeah, what's he up to? That doesn't look like he was supposed to take that. Came out the back. Yeah. But tell her where to go. We can get you out without them seeing you, but you gotta move. Let's go. A free bonus thing? <laughs> yes. While you're there, you might as well take it something else. Clear. Now, when I saw... Let's see, what's his character's name? Rafiq Rousseau. Clay Bennett. He was in an episode of Rookie Blue. And when I saw him in here, I thought, was that the same character? <laughs> you know, a crossover like, you know, sort of thing they do. I was looking at IMDb, looking, trying to remember what episode it was. It turned out it was a totally different character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Basically, I wasted 10 minutes of my time on the web. Oh, let's not forget Tom Paris. Yeah, good point. Same actor, different character. Even though technically he was supposed to be the same character. This was set off deliberately from the outside. Why would they blow the whistle on themselves? Doesn't make sense. Boss eyes. Still blind, buddy. They must have found somewhere which has this kind of storage because there's no way they set that up for the sake of... Well, it, it could be old cold case files, police files, something like that, building like that. Boss, what's that? What is that? It's number three. Southwest Quadrant. Looks like an exit, Eddie. I thought all the alarms were cut. There's 50 of them. Maybe the bad guys missed one. Jules Raff, check it out, Sam. Could be an archive for a library. I gotta wonder, I mean, holding the thing like that, wouldn't the chance that the ejecting shell casing is gonna burn your cheek? Uh, I don't know, I didn't really. Well, it kicks out to the right, don't it? Or if you're left handed. Boss alarm looks like. How can he tell? <laughs> mm. Just by opening the door, there's nobody there, so it must be a false alarm. I love in person of interest. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Another alarm, Eddie. Looks like the other side of the building. What's your take on this? So far, the evidence locker's clear. They must have split up, headed in opposite directions. That would take some serious coordinating to do that. You get the feeling they're being led around in circles here. Uh-huh. Coming in here took that already. So what were they after? Okay, boss, we have three evidence boxes that have been tampered with. Evidence log. It'd have really confused them if they'd have put the boxes back. Yeah. Case number 25146, 25143, 25143, Last one's Carl Morse case. 20 kilos uncut heroin. Big bust from last year. That's a lot of heroin. Mm. My guess is that by now you've got backup. There should be a couple of hundred police officers. Mm. Now I'm thinking headgear. I mean, he's got a good haircut and she's she's rocking the ponytail, but mm -hmm. helmets. 
with us. Boss, what is it, two X's from here? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, the one you came in on and one on the other side. Yeah, he's just jealous. <laughs> we gotta get these guys before they make it to the perimeter. How we doing with cameras? I'm locked out. When does my team have such good hair? <laughs> there is evidence of some hair at the sides there, but he's just done a decent thing and shaved it. Eddie. Boss? Alarms 3496. 3496. That's Spike's badge number. And then 1033. Officer in need of assistance. We gotta find Spike fast. Unless this is Spike's work because only an inside guy can hack into the system. Then set off an alarm intentionally. Oh no, this is clever. This is very clever. Too clever for a bloke named Spike. Okay guys, who talked to him last? Boss, Spike had a couple calls today. Check the auto transcriptor. Maybe we can get at least his half of the conversation. <laughs> oh really? It's only taking you 20 minutes to realise that. This is exposition to the up team's level. <laughs> Every member of the cast is chipping in a bit. Come on! Come on! These guys are on our tail. We gotta slow them down. You heard them. We don't have time. Help me with this. Guys, what the hell are you doing? I grabbed some C4 from the locker. C4. Good idea. One left on the inventory. I mean, I was going to say the warden, the manager or whatever, just says, oh, 9mm hollow points, but he didn't mention the C4. No. David, just shut up! Guys, just do what you have to do, just do it fast. Okay, lads, who's first? Plenty of boom to go around. No pushing now. That's not going to create much compression, is it, though? Yo, gas canisters, put a stick of that on gas. Oh, here we go, the uh, dramatic music again. They really do like the dramatic music. Uh-huh. Whoever edited this episode together should really have uh, reduced the, the black screen time to about a tenth of a second. David, no, you don't have to do this. Listen to me, David. Almost there. They're just outside the door. Yes, let me convince a psychopath not to blow police people up. Let's go. Please, David, no. Almost. No. Guys, let's go. Getting warmer, getting warmer. <laughs> David, stop. One more second. David. Why? Blow it now. No! Almost. Oh, good God, come on. Let's go. Seriously. Tar! C4! Oh, oh, oh. No! Do it, do it now. No! no! Ooh, that's gonna do your eardrums in. Daddy. Oh. Yeah, you waited too long, didn't you? Anyone status? Team one, somebody talk to me. Really, it just dented the door, okay? <laughs> They're all dead. Half the cast have been obliterated in one episode. Hey. And then the life signs go off, all at the same time. My guess is the sensors in the room are down. Uh. It's not over. It is for me. Get them out. Why should I? You already killed four cops. What else can you do? I feel a little bit of shock from Spike. Mm. Oh dear. Threaten the woman. You know, my guess is that nobody's got out of here alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's getting a little desperate now. Yeah, now he's on full you down this mode. Oh, they're all good. Oh my god, this is like a, a 1930s Flash Gordon serial. Yeah, isn't it? 
yeah. and the door opens again? Seriously? <laughs> you think it'd be buckled all to hell? It is buckled all to hell. Yeah, just enough to peek, though. It's a dome shape, for pity's sake. <laughs> Indestructible. I've just realised it's like watching Pac-Man. They're on the move. What? They're closing in. <laughs> Stay there, woman. <laughs> We're done. We're done. It's time to cut our losses, David. No, 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 no. We're almost there. That no, 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 is very much a Michael Shanks thing. Yeah. Almost there. This is a mess. No, it's not a mess. We can't be here, David. We're out of time. You know, they're probably already tracking us. Listen to me, okay? We can still do this. No, I said we're done. We're not calling the shots here, okay? Oh, yeah? If that was you, Alvin, I'd tone it down a bit. David is on the edge. David is well past the edge. He's skydiving at this point. This is not going to end well. Put the gun down! No, we're doing this my way! Put the gun down! <laughs> well, you could see that coming a mile off. Well, he's put the gun down. <laughs> True, yeah. Spike looks surprised. After stroke, there's half as many bad guys. Mm-hmm. Job well done. I bought you five minutes. Get them out. Get them out! Team One, I got Spike's last phone conversation from the auto-transcriptor. Give it to us, Winnie. Okay. I was only able to get his half, so I'm not sure how much sense this is going to make. You see, because they do not record private conversations with civilians. I can come by after a shift. Then, who's David? Then, get you. Are you in trouble? I'm going to tell Sam. I told him not to mess with my sister, and look what's happened. She's a... Oh, suddenly she's a... Why, why wait until now to reveal that particular piece of information? You think it would have made more dramatic sense to do it early on? They did. Did they? Yes, when they were driving on that convoy, he was talking to her on the phone. Okay. (laughs) I had the volume too low. Yeah, plus, like I said, both the characters had the same surname. (laughs) Bit of a clue. Okay, pop this thing, let's go. Why is that door locked? The locks must have reset. Unset them. It's no use, it's manual. Shoot this, the unis know we're here. We need another exit. Scarlatti, the exit's no good. They need something different. I'm looking. Isn't there a manhole cover to an unused sewer? There normally is. Mm. And now she's covered in blood as well. She's not covered. She's just lightly dusted. <laughs> lightly dusted. Okay. Lightly dusted with blood and a little bit of brain matter. <laughs> she's coming home. We get a call from Bogota. She's in jail. Apparently she's unaware that this guy she met, David, had packed her suitcase with heroin. Luckily for her, his fingerprints were all over the place. Of course. She was totally innocent. Why is my suitcase 20 kilos heavier than it was before? Don't worry about it. You go through customs first. Mind you, it's probably a pretty good deal, the fact that she got away with everything. Even if she was innocent, you can see why he'd hold a little bit of a grudge. Copy that. Let's move. Okay, right there. They can backtrack the way they came in. That doesn't work. That's the best I got. Find something else. Everything else is a dead end. Find another way. You can only keep threatening him so many times. It's okay. Looks like we're going in heavy. Does this work? They said the perimeters would be thin. These are hollow point, more effective. We're going to bust right through. At the end of the day, though, it's still a handgun. And they've got assault weapons. I think I got something. Figured it had to be somebody who knew what to look for. Vince Alvin, mid-level soldier, working for... Carl Morse. <laughs> Suddenly all falls into place. These guys are good. Yeah, shame he's dead. Customs, when David Fleming flew back into the country last month, he flew back in with Alvin. They have history? Doesn't tell us where they are. <laughs> it does, because now they do some really good sleuth work. <laughs> Went into foreclosure, including a bunch of houses. Any near Witchwood? Sending you the number right now. <laughs> of course there is. Couldn't you have told him that straight away? Yeah. <laughs> Stay where you are. 
End of the line. Time to put the guns down. Look, they tried to blow you up. You're allowed to shoot them. Sorry about this. <laughs> I like <What>? Now, this, <laughs> this whole thing, I do not understand one bit. What the hell just happened? What's going on? You have a hostage? I shot Hollings. The cop was getting too close. I had to improvise. Yes, exactly. A bad guy shot another bad guy, and the coppers are not going to shoot. Yes, sir, you caught up, Kenton. Took Hollings hostage. This was not the plan. This is quick and cleaning it out. Why? Oh, this isn't going well for Michael, is it? <laughs> you remember Blazing Saddles when the Black Sheriff holds a gun to himself yeah. and says, if you come any closer, I'll shoot him. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly like this. A bad guy. Come near me. I'm going to shoot the other bad guy. Okay, go ahead. I'm pretty sure I can write up a report that will cover it all. It's got the collateral damage. Yeah. Look, his prints are on the gun. The bad guys shot each other. Yeah, it's a murder-suicide. But they have to do exactly what I tell them to say. You have a gun. If I don't get them out, you can use it. That's a reasonable deal. <laughs> Look at him. He's losing it. Oh, that's more like it. <laughs> Good to have that. I bet you didn't expect to be working in a call centre this morning, did you? Hey, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. That was a smart thing you did there, grabbing a hostage. It changes the game. Now I can get you out of there, but you have to say exactly what I tell you to say. Do you understand? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They probably could have got that little, I don't know, buggy or something and ran through the gates. Mm-hmm. Pity they didn't have any C4 that could have blown the gates open. I'll tell you mine. No problem. Ed Lane, strategic response unit. Yeah, it doesn't quite sound <laughs> kosher, does it? No. Come on now. You're not here to talk about that, are you? Hey, Ed, let's not rush things. We got all the time in the world. No need to rush things, Ed. We got all the time in the world. Hey, I'm not in any rush. I'm just saying. You got an injured colleague there. I need to know he's okay. He's okay. He's fine. Right, buddy? Okay, good. Now listen, my team can hear what's going on. They know your friend's going to need medical attention ASAP. One paramedic, send in just one. Thankfully, a very quiet neighborhood where gunshots don't draw attention. Mm-hmm. Look, the damn thing's locked now. The bad guy actually locked the vehicle after ripping out its GPS. Huh. I like it. Clever. You'd think ripping out the GPS would trigger an alarm when it gets disconnected. <laughs> I think Alvin demonstrated he had some technical knowledge. I don't want to talk about that. I want you to not do anything rash. Or people could get hurt. This guy's talking like a negotiator. Might be spiking his headset, boss. It's gotta be. He's dragging it out. Ed, do not take this guy down. Repeat, do everything you can to keep this going. If we do that, that hostage is gonna bleed out, boss. We do anything else and they kill Spike. <laughs> yes, this other bad guy could get hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, fair enough then. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a conundrum. Okay. Oh, Spike, I'd imagine it's quite painful. How's your buddy doing there? He's going to be just fine. As long as you do everything I ask you to do, Ed. He saw the copper's partner run off. Where mm. did he think he was going? Or has he totally forgotten about him? Well, he just strike me as the most rational man on the planet. Are you seriously going to shape charge this? It's open? How is it open? <laughs> what was he doing? Why was he taking so long to open the bloody thing? No. Seriously, even the handgun has little light on it. No, he's. I never quite understand that when they have the little flashlight on the guns and it shows whoever they're looking for exactly where you are. <laughs> oh, that's a nice break. The target to aim for. Me and my friend. Well, I think your friend needs medical assistance. Your position. Just give me a signal. What we need is a car. Uh, useful to have a balcony. 
that's safe, isn't it? Parkour! I'm sorry, you would not drop that level without making a lot of noise. Obviously, triple glazed glass. In position. Alright, Raph. On my mark. Stay back. Don't come any closer. No. My friend Ed. Oh, what a whim. Gives up straight away, not even puts up a fight. On your knees, to your knees. We need an EMS to the rear loading bay immediately. All that bluster about hollow point bullets. Yeah, that's a penetrating armor, you know? I assume that's why I used it, because they were in the vest. Oh, not again. No, no, no. Police, strategic response unit. That's a mouthful, that is. Uh -huh. I can't do that, sir. Need you to put the gun down and step away from the girl. Do it now, please. We are walking out of here. We're not going anywhere. How you doing, Spike? Could use a set of handcuff keys. Copy that. I don't want to shoot anybody today. Somehow, David's gun looks a lot more impressive than the uh, police weapons. Yes. Sir, I need you to put that gun down and step away from the girl. You're not going anywhere. Please, I need you to listen to me. No, don't listen to him. Listen to me. What on earth is that? In the real world, do all the handcuffs open with the same key? I have no idea. Canadian Emmy nomination time. Uh -huh. You know what? Doesn't matter. Spike, that's enough. I don't care what third world jungle you hide out in. <laughs> oh, there's the shape charge. I will find you. Whatever I have to do, I will do. I think he's a little upset. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think Michael's looking seriously nuts. <laughs> what do I do? Do I kill her? Do I try to kill him? You're not after what you did to my team, back off! What? What, you want to shoot me? Go on, shoot him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot me. Sam! Oh, good timing. And he grabs a girl as well. Hang on, Michael's character survived. <laughs> I assumed he was going to die. It was more of a, a surprise boom, a dangerous mm. boom. Because frankly, I've had nails and stuff in there. <laughs> now, either Spike is going to have the most fantastic date with this woman, or he's never going to see her again in his life. Mm -hmm. She's good looking. My guess is that she'd be a very fun date, but she's probably very high maintenance as well. Gee, I wonder what gives you that impression. Then again, it couldn't get any worse, could it? <laughs> or could it? Oh, well, if she spreads wings. <laughs> that could be awkward. Or a joke to make us come undone and yell. Now he comes up and punches him. Don't you dare kiss my sister. <laughs> Got dark quick. In broad daylight when they were scouring up the building. Uh -huh. This is what I hate about TV. Sometimes they jump from night to day within minutes. Well, it depends. How far north is Vancouver? Well, as montages go, it's not exactly uh, a adrenaline-filled, action-packed one. But it uh, wraps up the episode rather nicely. Some very nice photography. <laughs> My man. Whatever third world jungle you may hide out in. I'll find you. I will never forget you. <laughs> Everybody were listening. Mm -hmm. You know that recording's going to be yep. fired around every police department in Canada. That was a lot for her today. You sure she should be alone? As soon as we're done here, I'm going to go home, make her a nice dinner. Guys, I just want to say... Oh, this is a bit touchy-feely after all the action. Come on. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I made some choices today. I pulled you guys into trouble. Yeah, but you didn't choose that trouble. I didn't know what else to do, so I turned to you. Let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Where's the part where you made the wrong choice? This is going to sound crazy, but I think a loop. And my dad. And today I nearly lose you guys. And I start thinking, anybody who gets close to me... Spike, without you around, <laughs> what if we'd fall apart? Oh, for God, are you kidding me? They'd either be taking the piss out of him or he'd be getting <laughs> the bollocking of his life and put on a temporary suspension at the very least. Yes, we'll sort it all out in the morning. Yeah, formal written disciplinary warnings. <laughs> Seriously, this is a government bureaucracy organisation. You don't get away with this crap. I know his boss says, yes, you're on duty, but you can go and see to a personal matter for half an hour. Yeah, okay, even if he didn't take the fall for it, the boss would. We're not really going to see the repercussions of what happened this day. Mm. Or will we? I don't know. It's not as if I'm going to watch the next episode. <laughs> and that was Blue on Blue, the uh, Michael Shanks episode of Flashpoint. But nutty, but somewhat chubby and jelly, Michael Shanks. He did look like he'd put a bit of weight on in the face, didn't he? He did, because compare that to Horn Saving Hope. Yeah. Where he looked, frankly... Annoyingly good. <laughs> ah, CBS. The American broadcaster of the show. Okay then, folks, that was the latest episode, bonus episode of the Gatecast for the seasonal holidays, 2015-2016. I'm not exactly sure when this aired, as in was released by us, uh-huh. if it was after Christmas. Have a good new year. And uh, to quote Krusty, Happy Hanukkah, a Crazy Kwanzaa, and a Solemn Thoughtful Ramadan. Right then, I'm not sure what's be released next week, so let's call it a surprise. Whatever it is, I hope you join us though, even though I know it's next Christmas, everybody's busy with other things. I intend to do as little as possible. <laughs> Although I will be on call for at least one day. Yeah. Most of what we support are retail pharmacists and pharmacies. If they're open, and a lot of the And now, admittedly, if we're on call, we're on call during the day. As in, I don't care if they're open until 9 o'clock and some of them are. We're bloody not. <laughs> but until next week then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care everybody, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.